Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Fix your face or you'll end up on your own 
everybody. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me tonight on the Off Limits Show. It is Sunday. Uh, what is it? Sunday, November 15th, 2015. Thanks for listening to the show with me here live. If you're listening live, if you're listening in the archives, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You can call in live if you want to call in to the show live by using Skype and calling Off Limits Show. Or you can call in 214-377-0481 and uh, you'll reach me that way as well. Let me make sure our Skype's on actually. Um, and uh, feel free to call in live anytime during the show if you want to talk to me about whatever I'm talking about. You can find out more about me at offlimitsshow.com. And also on uh, Twitter at Off Limits Show and Facebook at Off Limits Show. Uh, so you can find me pretty much anywhere. So feel free to <laughs> follow me wherever you want to follow me from. I appreciate you listening wherever you're listening from. So um, today we're talking about uh, what well, I entitled the show, It's Hard for a Bitch. And that song obviously is uh, in reference to this particular show. And I love that song. It's by Lil- Lily Allen, by the way. Great song, great message. Of course, it's obviously uh, very apropos for for women more so than men. But I mean, it is <laughs> it is something that uh, that we gay men can certainly uh, um, uh, um, understand. I think specifically me, and that's what I'm talking about tonight. I'm talking about what it's like to be a bitch and what it's like to be perceived that way, and um, and really to be misunderstood. And I've been my entire life a very uh, well, I shouldn't say my entire life. I just should say once I came into myself, probably in my teen years, more so my late teen years than anything, mid to late teens, I guess. Um, you know, I've always been since that point in my life, very outspoken, very direct. I don't like pretense. I don't like bullshit. And I hate people who are who are just fake and, and um, aren't being themselves and aren't being <clears throat> uh, true with me. I take people at face value and um, until they give me reason not to. So uh, I, I trust people. I try to be trustworthy myself. And um, But I'm also somewhat of a, you know, I, I just am perceived to be somewhat of an asshole and a bitch <laughs> by people um, because I'm very uh, sure about what I want and I go after it. And um, if I were a heterosexual man instead of a homosexual man, people wouldn't think of me that way. But... The thing about being gay is it's very similar to what women go through in this world. And women will uh, often be perceived as bitches because they are strong and opinionated, ones that are strong and opinionated and know what they want and who they are and, um, and uh, you know, know how to get it, are often called bitches. And it's the same for gay men. Um, of course, gay men use that word anyway just for fun, right? Uh, but when we're being serious about it, a lot of gay men, a lot of heterosexual men are threatened. I think a lot of the times by gay men who are strong, like myself, who are strong and not, not wallflowers or people who will back down. Um, most of them, most heterosexual men, uh, it's not just heterosexual men, it's heterosexual men, heterosexual women, lesbians, other gay men, whatever it's anyone, but if you are a gay man and you are confident and you're strong and you know what you want and you know who you are and you don't like to waste time with um, people who don't know what the fuck they're doing or you don't like to mince words, then you're called a bitch or you're called a fucking asshole or you're called you know a jerk or whatever the case may be. And that's what's happened, what happens to me all the time. And the reason I think that is, as I said, is when it comes to heterosexual men, they're threatened by gay men who are strong because they often perceive themselves as heterosexual men to be somewhat 
of a higher rung or something. You know, a lot of them do. A lot of them are misogynistic. And um, even though it's another man they're talking about, they perceive gay men as being less than they are because, you know, that's how poor society has um, sort of ruled them or, or, or trained them to think. And so it's nothing uncommon or it's not weird in terms of um, what is and isn't common uh, in society, but it is uh, a bad thing. And so when you have a gay man like myself, who is unapologetic and unapologetic bitch, by the way, um, who, who knows what he wants, who he is and, and how to get what he needs from people um, without being, cruel or, or being, uh, insensitive or being, um, an asshole, but by being simply by being direct and, uh, understanding how people work and understanding what makes people tick. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, when I work with a team of people, you know, I'm not the kind of person who says, do it my way or don't do it at all about most things. Um, I'm about most things. I'm like, let's see where your strengths lie and, um, let's, you know, let's, um, Let's uh, um, use those for whatever is we're trying to com- we're trying to finish or complete here, uh, and 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 so I try to I try to um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, expose. It's not the word I'm looking for. See, I don't know. This has been happening to me a lot lately. <laughs> Words just fly out of my head. Um, exploit. That's what I'm looking for. So I try to exploit a person's um, best qualities for the better good of everyone so that we take the, the better qualities of someone. If someone's artistic or someone is creative, you know, or someone's really good with numbers or someone's really logical or good with marketing or good with strategy, whatever. And I try to put those people in positions or places that will help uh, everyone. And so everyone's happy that way because they are doing something they're good at and they enjoy. And I'm, I am as well. And that's how I think, that's how I work with people. And so I try to do that. But anyway, my point is, is that um, in just general life in general or whatever, in dealing with people, you know, I have been like, I don't want people telling me what to do, first of all. If someone tells me what to do or demands something of me, that's the wrong way to go about it. You need to do it with, you know, you need you need to actually do it in a way that um, is more respectful because that's how I am. I would never demand something of someone, do it this way or or call me when I tell you to call me or whatever, I would actually be uh, certain to be respectful and asking someone because I don't think that anyone owns anyone else or should demand something of someone else. Um, so I've had that happen a lot to me in my life where people are like, you know, do this, do it this way, whatever. And I'm like, bitch, I don't think so. I'm going to do what I do the way I want to do it or the way I think is best, not the way you tell me to do it if it doesn't happen to coincide with how I think. And I'll take their into consideration their way or their method, but I will not do it their way unless it is uh, in line with what I think or I think that their way isn't necessarily better. Um, but if someone tells me just do something, that's just the wrong way to go about it. And so sometimes people think that that makes me a bitch or an asshole because I only do things on my own terms. And for me, it means I'm a well-evolved individual, someone who's got a good sense of ego, not not an exacerbated ego, but an ego enough that I know who I am and I know what's best for me. And I only do what works for me and not 
I don't waste time doing shit that I don't want to do in life. And I think everyone should live that way. If you don't want to do something because you hate it or you're not into it or whatever, why the fuck are you doing it, you know? Or if you think it's a better way of doing something, then do it that way. Don't do it the way someone else tells you to do it. Do it because you want to do it that way, not because you're told to do it that way if you don't think that's the best way to do it. So um, so oftentimes, you know, I'm not I'm seen as uncooperative because I don't do things the way everyone else wants me to do it. Well, why should I do it? So, so when I don't do it the way everyone else wants me to do it, then I'm uncooperative or an asshole or a bitch or, or difficult. But when, when, when I do, when I, when everyone else doesn't do what do it the way I want them to do it, then they're just, uh, they're, it, it, it doesn't work in the reverse for some reason. It's something about my personality. It's something about who I am. And I don't apologize for that. And it took me a long time, as I've said many times in my show to, um, to be, build enough confidence in myself and to know who I was, you know, through my teen years and everything to be comfortable with who I am and not to sacrifice or to compromise my integrity as a human being and my personality to make someone else happy. And, or you could also say, I am not someone who would ever dim my light uh, to let someone else's shine. Um, if, it's not something I believe in. Now, I'm perfectly capable and happy to follow someone else and to do things their way if I find them inspirational, I find them to be someone who respects me equally and someone who has a better idea than I do. And I've done that many times in my life and I have no problem doing that. And I have no problems when I'm following people or whatever in those instances. But whenever I get people to follow me, sometimes in some situations, some people have issues because they want to be the leader. And so I oftentimes think that is the reason that people think I'm difficult because, um, in my opinion, you can only have one chef in the kitchen, you know, you can only have one captain. You can't have a bunch of people wanting to do the same thing and control everything at the same time. Uh, otherwise you have chaos. And so you have to have one captain of the ship and everyone else needs to fall in line. That's how I see it. Whether it's me falling in line or, or them falling in line behind me. And, I, and so I think I have a respect, I think, for uh, the way things work in society. And um, anyway, so lately I've been dealing a lot with people who uh, who hate me so much, uh, who don't even know me. And what's funny about that is, is that, you know, I... I have, I've been nothing but nice to people and, uh, except when they've attacked me personally, if someone's per personally attacking me, I will attack them back, of course, because I'm not the kind of person to be a wallflower, obviously. Um, and so people think I'm an asshole or a bitch because I am somewhat of a, because I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't just sit on my, you know, sit on my ass and let people talk bad about me. I obviously I'm going to defend myself. Um, but you know, it's something I've contended with my entire life for a variety of reasons and people just have always misunderstood me. They've misunderstood the fact that I am, um, I am headstrong and I know what I want, know who I am, et cetera, for being, um, difficult or a bitch or an asshole. And they're not the same thing. So I know I'm not the only person out there who has this issue. There are a lot of people. Most of the time, they're people who are in high-powered positions, high-powered positions or in the public eye and high-ranking uh, echelons of society in terms of celebrity or whatever. So, for example, Madonna, she suffers from the same affliction. <laughs> Many women suffer the, from the same issue. Um, there are men as well who do. But most of the time, it's people who are threatened by your success, your ideas, what it is that you're trying to accomplish that try to take you down and try to 
try to uh, have, start a subterfuge against you or whatever. And it is, of course, ridiculous and childish, but people ultimately are just the same person they were as a kid unless they've done the work to grow as a human being. And I think that's very true because I know I'm very different than I was as a child, and that's because I worked on myself and I evolved. I really did work on myself um, in trying to make sure that I was a, a whole human being. And I was always very introspective and trying to figure out who I was and uh, as a person, as a human being, and what I was made of. And so by doing that, I found out who I was and understand who I am. But a lot of people just kind of coast through life and never really do any any kind of introspection and never really try to figure out who they are. They just um, coast through life <laughs> blindly and um, without without a mirror, hold it, without holding a mirror up to themselves and just uh, believing all their own press, so to speak, believing all the great things that people in their family say about them or whatever, instead of instead of going outside of that circle and actually taking it into consideration what other people are saying about you. And I have done that in the past and I do it now. I do it at all turns. But one thing I cannot stand is injustice, as you know, if you listen to my show, (laughs) injustice of any kind, whether it's toward myself or towards uh, someone else in humanity, pisses me the fuck off. And so right now I'm being unjustly um, uh, criticized for doing good things in the world. Uh, simply because people didn't have the ideas themselves. And so I'm feeling very, um, so what I'm getting to though, I guess is, is also that it's, it's gone to the point of where people are beginning to try to, to defame me. And, um, it's getting to the point where I'm going to have to bring in my attorney now. And the last time this happened was through this show years ago, uh, and uh, I never, I never pursued that and I should have probably, but I never did. I did initially, but I didn't, I didn't follow through completely because it wasn't that important to me. But this time I'm going to do that with these people that are doing the same thing to me now because they are relentless and nonstop. So the only, sometimes the only thing you can do is if people think you're a bitch is to show them that you are. And I don't think being a bitch is a bad thing. You know, if it depends on how you define it, obviously. And if you define a bitch as being someone who, who's strong, who knows what he wants, who knows who he is, who is headstrong and will not take fucking bullshit from people, then call me a fucking bitch because that's what I am. If it means that you don't sit idly by and let people talk bad about you and let people do shit to you and try to... um undermine you, then call me a bitch because that's what I am. If it means that I'm fucking strong and I'm fucking, (laughs) I'm fucking strong and I'm fucking amazing at what I do. And I'm fucking, um, just incredibly, uh, knowing about who I am and what I am, et cetera, then then call me a bitch. That's what I am. So if people want to call, people want to call me a bitch or they want to call me an asshole. They want to call me a jerk. They want to call me names. It really doesn't matter what they call me. Uh, All that matters is what I know about myself and the people who love me, and that's really all I care about. However, when it crosses the line from being about opinion to being more about um, lies and defamation and slander and all that kind of stuff and libel as well, that is where I cross. That's where the line gets crossed for me. So, (laughs) you know, I'm always really nice to people. 
I'm always really kind and respectful until they're disrespectful to me. And even beyond, beyond that point, I will just ignore them and ignore them until they get to the point where I have no choice but to respond. And now I will be forced to obliterate these people legally <laughs> because they are crossing the line. So I'm giving them a couple weeks to, to, to tire down and see if they, they behave themselves. And if they don't, I'm moving forward. I've already got the attorney on retainer for other stuff I'm dealing with right now. So it's not a big deal to have him go ahead and deal with this as well. So that's what I wanted to talk about tonight. <laughs> it's hard out here for a bitch. <laughs> I am fine to have that title. So maybe I'll just change my name to bitch and uh, be done with it because, because I think it's a good thing. And, you know, I think um, most people are so hung up, you know, hung up on what people think of them. Uh, you know, I've talked about this before on my blogs and, and other things as well, but people are so concerned with how other people perceive them. And that is incredibly stupid. I mean, the main reason being because you can never make everyone happy. It's just impossible to do that. The world is too diverse and too filled with different kinds of people, et cetera, for you to ever make everyone happy or everyone like you. Worrying about people liking you other than those that are close to you is, is, is completely a complete waste of time. And so the only thing you need to worry about is to be the best person you can be. And as I said, to have introspection and look inside yourself and to worry about who you are and how you affect the world and what differences you're making in the world, if any, those are the things you need to concern yourself with, not the things that people think of you and lies and slander, only the things that you yourself can control, which is who you are, how you act, uh, and what difference you're making in the world. Um, and you know, it's a waste of time to worry about what other people think to it. I mean, obviously we all care what people think to some degree, but we don't, what I'm, what I'm saying is to really try to mold yourself into someone else to make someone else happy to fit their idea of who or what you should be is literally losing, losing yourself and your own, your own identity. It's not, uh, <laughs> it's a stupid thing to do. And it's unhealthy, psychologically unhealthy, and um, you're losing the essence of who you are. And so you should be proud of the essence of who you are, whether that's how you look or what you are every day, what you do, how you sound, what you look, I mean, whatever, what you do for a living, whatever the essence of you is, whatever that means to you, you know, be that and um, be, be, be uh, the best that you can be. That's all I got to say about that, I guess. Um, but uh, I think it's incredibly important for people to remember that um, ultimately you are left with you wherever you go. So if you don't like yourself and only people who don't like themselves would worry so much about what others think of them in the first place. And I am not saying that it's easy for people to all get there like I have over the past few, uh, five or six years or whatever. It's not that easy to do that. But it does happen with time and with, as I said, introspection. So if you take the time and to do the work on yourself, you'll begin to love yourself regardless. And the only way that you can really not give a fuck what people think is to love yourself in the first place. And I do. And um, even though I've got people saying I shouldn't because of this or that or whatever reason they think I shouldn't, I really 
just don't care because I know I'm fucking fabulous. <laughs> so I just know that I know I, I, all the things I've accomplished in my life and the things I'm doing for the world and the things that I'm trying to achieve in the future, um, add up to someone who's really great, uh, both in heart and spirit and soul mind. Uh, you know, my body could use a little work, but other than that, I'm doing fine. <laughs> So um, that's what I wanted to say on the show tonight. And by the way, if you have um, not heard, I'm sure you have about Paris. Um, it's really sad what happened in Paris yesterday with the bombings. And um, I think 120 people or so, more 120, 160, somewhere between there, I think, died as a result of a major terrorist attack uh, by ISIS. ISIS is a bunch of fucking cowards and never show their faces and they always do it anonymously, of course. But um, they are taking responsibility for what happened in Paris. And so you have to be really, really, really grateful that we live in the United States of America where these things rarely happen. In, in England and in um, France and you know Western Europe in general, it happens far more often than it does here. Um, and so the only real terrorist, major terrorist attack, major, major one was of course, nine 11 here. We've had ones previous to that, but most of the time they're from within the, our own borders from people like Timothy McVeigh from, from, um, the Oklahoma city bombing or the Unabomber or whatever. So usually they're white Anglo-Saxon male men who are doing it here as opposed to Muslims who do it in uh, Western Europe mostly. Uh, so it is, um, it is a sad thing, but, um, I think it's, it, it always brings tears to my eyes and makes me, it makes me, I don't know, wispy cause I'm, I'm a sentimental sap. Um, <laughs> when I, when I see the picture of what happened on nine 11 and when, when France, uh, heard about what happened here in America and they have a picture, it's huge, enormous Amer- American flag laid out with their troops surrounding it and saluting the flag on the day of 9-11 uh, after the terrorist attacks here in America because, you know, France has been our ally since, you know, before the Revolutionary War, during the Revolutionary War, and we wouldn't have won our independence from England had it not been for France. And they've been our ally ever since, and we've been theirs. They gave us the Statue of Liberty, and um, a lot of people are hard on the French because they're they're not they're not as effusively open initially as uh, Americans are. So when you go there you may find them to be a little cold initially. That's just a cultural thing. You break through the ice, eventually you'll find their warmth and you get to know them because they're just human like we are. And they love their cultural people and they're just fabulous in general. So it's a fantastic place, especially Paris, of course. Um, so I just wanted to say, um, you know, je suis Paris. <laughs> uh, and I uh, am definitely... Uh, thinking about the people that have died and lost their loved ones over there in France tonight. It's a sad thing. Uh, hopefully um, that won't ever happen again. So that's all I had to say tonight on the Off Limits show. I just wanted to <laughs> chime in about what it's like to be a bitch and um, how if you are a bitch, then uh, acknowledge it. And uh, this is it. One, one more thing I should say about that is there's a difference between being a bitch because being a bitch who's unkind and uncaring just to be unkind, mean and uncaring versus some, a bitch meaning someone who is actually strong and knows who they are and is, um, is, uh, someone who's very, uh, strong minded or strong willed. It's a very different things, right? So obviously I'm talking about the, uh, the latter, not the former version of a bitch here to be unkind, just to be unkind, mean to cause harm or to be a troll 
is not the definition of a bitch. It's a definition of a coward, a definition of a, of a troll. So there's a huge difference there. And I think there's heartless bitches and there's ones with hearts. And I think I'm the one with a heart. So, all right. So if you want to find out more about me, you can go to offlimitshow.com and I'll be back next week. Uh, I don't know if I'll be back next week. I don't do an off-limit show very often, but definitely check out the gay XYZ show, uh, which has myself and Jason and Christian. Uh, you can go to gayxyz.com to find out more about our show there. And we are on that show every Tuesday night, like clockwork at 9 p.m. Central. <laughs> so be sure to listen to that show. If you want to find out more about that, as I said, go to gayxyz.com. Uh, thank you for listening. I'll be back next week and have a great night. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 